the human body is capable of some amazing physical deeds. If we could just free ourselves of our perceived limitations and tap into our internal fire, the possibilities are endless. Hi, this is E.O. Wang, and it's so great to be back with you on the Training for Ultra podcast. I'll tell you about it when it happened in the race, but to be honest with you, it happened even before the race. It happened in the training. A great cause. Oh, thank you. I respect the shit out of that, man, so you keep doing what you do, man. Keep inspiring. And that was a moment I, I can look back on now, and uh, that was one of my favorite moments, getting a foot massage by Hayden at mile 62. This is um, a fan of yours, and I'm just calling in to express my admiration. It's Dean Carnassus, the ultra marathon man. Hello, listeners. This is Chris Mako, and we are live. And you're listening to Training for Ultra podcast. This is Anime Flynn, and I'm here talking to Training for Ultra podcast. Yeah, it's like really, I just need to catch up with Rob. 100 miles is not that far. I, I thought oh. it was a joke, actually. It, it is. I thought it was one of your jokes, yeah. It is a joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. So classic. Oh my god, you because literally thing would be like beep, beep, beep. Mother, mother, beep. Mother, mother, beep, beep. Mother, beep, mother, beep, 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 beep. One, two, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Training for Ultra Podcast. I'm Sally McRae, also known as Yellow Runner. Hey, this is Carl Meltzer, the Speed Goat, and I want to welcome everybody to the Training for Ultra Podcast. Welcome to episode 126 of the Training for Ultra podcast. My name is Rob. I also go by Training for Ultra. This is a fun episode. Catching up with Dean Carnass's ultra marathon man, trying to raise a little hell. You know, I got to touch base with a few friends, and honestly, it was a really good time. I think you guys will enjoy it. It's super entertaining, super fun, and Dean is just such an inspiration to the whole community and the fact that he's done it, you know, day in, day out for so long and just enjoys the heck out of it still is an inspiration to me and inspiration to everyone. So huge thanks again to Dean for taking so much of his time and making some prank calls. Wait for that last one at the end. I think you'll think that's hilarious. But uh, first, let's thank the uh, show sponsors. Now working with Kogala Light. So if you haven't checked them out, I'll leave a link in the show notes. Use a promo code Training for Ultra for I think one of the better discounts that they have available. I've used it throughout the Triple Crown. I'll be using it for all my races this year. But check out Kogala. And then big thank you to Exoskin. They just came out with a skull cap. Um and it's made of that same material that they've always used. I really liked it reduces odor and and it's just a high-tech material Um, and then they're also going to have wool toe socks coming out here pretty soon so check out their website again if you need a promo code t the number for you 20 for 20 percent off exoskin big supporters appreciate them big thank you to hammer nutrition as always i'll be using tons of their gels. Check out Perpetuum if you haven't, uh, liquid calorie that I'll be using throughout 2020. And then last but not least, Destination Trail, Candace Burt and her team. Um, just happy to work with them this year. I have Orcas Island on my schedule now, which is a 200 miler. First year they're doing that race. And man, if you want a challenge, if, you, if you've done a few 200s and you're like, ah, these are okay. I mean, this is going to have 60,000 
feet of gain over 200 miles. So we're talking, um, this is almost like some European 200s. Like this is, uh, this is the real deal at Orcas Island. They have distances, I think, um, 50, I'm trying to remember their other distances. But yeah, if you're on the West Coast or you're looking for a trip, I think that race is in May. But big thank you to Destination Trail. Big thank you to the Patreon supporters. Always enjoy those closed Facebook group conversations. And we just squeezed in a virtual group run last week. We should plan another one here soon. But really appreciate you guys. Enjoy this episode. Dad, is that you? Hey, that is me. Hey, how? Hey, Pop. Uh, <laughs> I'm here with hey. your son. Can you recognize his voice? Any idea who this is? Hey, Dean, how are you? Oh, you're so good. How are you? <laughs> I I am excellent. Long time no talk to. Yeah, well, it was it was so wonderful having you uh, in New York. It's so unexpected when when I saw you. And you came up to me. I thought, "What? Hold on. Why are you here?" And to learn that you actually won, it was amazing. Well, it was a fantastic experience. Uh, I'll tell you, you had ninety-four other people there, uh, so happy to do our warm-up run uh, the day before, um, running through New York uh, and Central Park to the finish line with you that day was. Um, very, very memorable. Making me jealous. Yeah, it's, it's, a magic, me it's, jealous. it's a magical time in that city. It, it really is. And, uh, you know, I, I started running because of Rob and um, had run a long time by myself. And all of a sudden, I'm in New York City. I had done one marathon before in several half marathons and all of a sudden I'm in New York city. People are five and six deep once you get over the bridge. And it was like, Oh my goodness. It's like, this is a blast. <laughs> well, you did, you revealed a couple of things I didn't, I didn't know. of. So did Rob get you into running or did you get Rob into running? That's the beauty. <laughs> uh, it, 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 well, as, has he talked, you know, one thing I want to talk to you about is that your book and you talking about your dad kind of was reverse. I, I a lot of times felt like your dad was Rob, if that makes any sense to you. Um, I, I had a cardiac situation, which I did not have a heart attack. Fortunately, I have nothing wrong with my heart at this point, but I had a couple of stints put in in 2015 and uh, as a result, from the hospital, I called Rob and I said, well, you know what my diet has been for the last years. I don't eat sugar. I haven't eaten sugar since 2011, nor wheat, any refined flour I don't eat. And, you know, this is genetic. This is uh, something that you need to think long and hard about. And he hung up the phone and he started running. I'd heard is that right? That's I'd I'd heard about literally. ultra running from some crazy guy's book that I had read like a few years <laughs> prior, um, and I literally I promised myself if I ever had the opportunity I'd go for it, and that my dad's phone call was kind of the catalyst there, and I changed my diet, and then I could run all of a sudden. 
had lost 50 pounds. And my dad kept making excuses why he didn't want to run. He didn't want to hurt his knees. I'm like, dude, just just get out there, try it. And all of a sudden, he started running. So it's cool to have both you guys on at the same time here because you guys are my two biggest influences that got me into running. So special phone call here. I I don't want to interject. I want to hear more about you guys drinking together, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> We party with Michelob Ultra, 95 calories and three grams of carbs. <laughs> Not the heaviest beer ever, but it's uh, it's good after a run. Oh, it's really good. And uh, because I'm a low-carb, high-fat kind of guy, um, it's perfect, perfect for me. So uh, I always like to say, Dean, you're never too old to run and you're never too old to drink a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I can see why why you were one of the winners. <laughs> You're good, but let, no, well, let, me, let me ask. I, I didn't I didn't get this even. It, was it your first time running New York City Marathon? It's first time in New York City. I ran um, I ran Columbus wow. in 2018, and uh, so it was my second marathon, and um, I. I uh, train in the heat and the humidity of Florida, and it's flat. And probably the biggest lesson I learned is the bridges in New York are pretty uh, steep. <laughs> I call them the mountains. Yeah, they're, uh, they're deceiving, aren't they? Uh, and long. It's not like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. The first bridge, Verasana's, is, uh, if I said that right, um, that's a mile up. And then a mile down, I had my fastest mile, the second mile coming down there. Oh, it, and that's where you that, trash your legs, is going <laughs> fast on a downhill early in a marathon. I think that runs in the I, family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not dodging. I'm not doing what Rob calls these technical runs. These I call them black diamond runs, where you're running that fast and then you're dodging and not stepping on rocks and roots and mud falling on your face. I mean, during wintertime, they legit probably are double black diamonds or whatever. That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. Well, well, I mean, the New York City Marathon is such a different experience than, than, a, than a trail run, <laughs> than a hundred miler, you know. It's, uh, oh, yeah. You're just, I mean, you're, you saw, I mean, there's, there's never a moment where you're anywhere close to by yourself. Oh, no, only at the, only at the start on the bridge. And then even then you look off to your left and there's a helicopter looking at you, uh, from <laughs> the, for the security. That was really yeah. cool. So I think my biggest regret in New York was literally not stopping and taking a, a picture being up there, but, oh, well, you get, you, you get going and, um, it's, it's so much fun. It was it was life changing. Well, it sounds like you immersed in the experience, which you know, a, a picture is fine, but I mean, you, you took it all in, which is unbelievable. And let me ask, did you did you end up um, at the the post race party? I did. I can't remember if I, I saw uh, you there. Well, what happened to me was I finished, and then I couldn't find the place. It was yeah, like, I, I, yeah. I I didn't do my homework and go there the day before, but. 
I was too busy running with Dean Carnassus on a warm up run. <laughs> well, Dad, well, I mean, you know, so anyway. always, what, what amazes me is, well, you know, we, we finished the mar- at least I finished the marathon. I'm sure you did as well. You know, you go up to this uh, this incredible viewing stage at the Mandarin Oriental, and you know, you're there for hours, and you look at the finishing shoot, and there's still tons of people coming in just finishing the marathon then. So it, 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 it never ceases to amaze me how many people, you know, spend four or five hours, six hours out there running a marathon. Their smiles well, are it, still as big as any other time finishing. Um, I'm always inspired at those end of, of like big city marathons, just watching people come in. It is amazing. And it was an amazing view. It looked, it, it was, um, it was, a, it gives you a sense for how many people really are running that race, but yet it's so it's still so hard to get in. I, I've entered the regular lottery and, um, since I started all this and, and not gotten in. So it was, it was extra special when, uh, I read, I was picked to, uh, represent Mick ultra. That was for sure. Yeah, no, you you have to. You feel like you earned it, right? If you get in, because it's so hard to get in that it, it elevates the experience. We, oh, absolutely. They, it, it was uh, it was uh, double the pleasure, as I used to say. Hey, Dean, I have a question for you. Since this is training for ultra, for those who are listening. Do you have any advice from going from a uh, uh, just uh, not just but going from marathon training to training for let's just say a fifty miler? Yeah, I you know I think the thing with a fifty miler is that um, you should do uh, some runs at least thirty miles long, uh, but you should more importantly get used to being on your feet. For you know, uh, you know, based on your pace for 10, 12, 15 hours, especially if it's a technical course, because um, you know a marathon is it's pretty quantifiable. Like you know, you can watch the mile markers and you kind of get to the end and you kind of look at your clock and you can time out. Oh, it's going to take me, you know, four hours or five hours or whatever. But with a fifty miler, like I said, you might be out there for twelve, fifteen hours, and a lot of people are just not even used to, you know, spending that much time on their feet. So I always encourage people to go on a, you know, on a slow 30 or maybe in 35 miler, but go slow and spend eight or nine hours running because that alone is, it can be a little bit just, you know, discombobulating. Yeah, I couldn't agree. That more. Is, yeah. That's great advice. Thank you. All right, dad, we got to go raise yeah. hell with uh, some other folks. <laughs> Thank you for, for taking your time. And it was cool hearing you guys uh, chatted up, and I missed out on that experience. I got to do New York City here at some point. I haven't made the lotto yet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thanks. Thank you, Dad. You're welcome. And, uh, Dean, it was great talking to you again, and I hope to see you in New York on November 1st. Uh, I hope to see you on that 50-miler, actually. Nice. <laughs> out, on the trail, out on the trail somewhere, well, yeah. Well, I got to do a 50K first. I'm a progression kind of guy. <laughs> All right. Take well, care. Good luck, and I'll, I'll be watching your progress. Okay, and, I'll, and I thank you again. Thanks, Rob. All right, see ya. Okay, Dean. 
I I think we call Ashley Drew now. Is that okay with you? Do you do you recall who he is? Ashley. Yes. Have you talked to him before? Where is that? Where is Ashley based? Australia. Okay. So he doesn't know that you will be on the line. I think he was. Oh. I I named him my most inspirational uh, runner, ultra runner of 2019. So let's give him a call really okay. quick. He's an amazing. Do you know where he's at in Australia? I don't. Not specifically. Okay. Hang on, Rob. Okay. Just got to get the audio to go through to my headphones. No problem. It's pretty early there, isn't it? Um, far out. All right, you there? Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. here, and then I have a, a friend on the phone too. Oh, cool. Sorry about that. Good night, yeah, Oh, who's this? Good night, mate. This is fellow Australian. I, can, I figured that much out by the accent straight away. <laughs> it's it's actually it's a guess? It's an Amer it's an American. <laughs> is it really? It's an American that that, uh, that knows how to put on an Australian accent. You certainly did. Oh, you put that crikey, on nicely, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, they sound you sound a bit more yank then, Rocky, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uh, so. I used to live in Sydney. Oh, did when you? When I was in high school. E- yes. Yep. Not Dean. De- not Dean. De- uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> How are you, Dean? Good, mate. Where are you, Where are you at in Oz? I'm in um, I'm in Ipswich, so I'm uh, just outside of Brisbane in southeast Queensland. In Brisbane, yep. Yeah, so I met you up at uh, the Sunshine Coast, so I'm about. Two hours drive away, a couple hundred k's. At the black hole. Yep. Yeah, at the black hole. Yep. Yeah, you were sick, you poor bugger. Oh, that was a, that was an epic, epic adventure for me, and I was uh, so happy to see that bell at the finish. I never thought I'd get there. Oh yeah, that I, bell uh, was pretty nice to see. That's for sure. It's pretty nice, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. But it was. Uh, what did you think of the conditions? You know, it's pretty. Um, we got the rain. We got it all. It was. It was pretty uh, apocalyptic. Um, those conditions we are having again right now. Um, we've had them for like the last I don't know week or so. And yeah, when uh, when the lightning starts to hit the ground around you, you know that you're um, in for a wild ride. Oof. And. Uh, I remember I was running down, uh, must have been about 30, maybe 35 k's into the run, and we were running down the switchbacks, um, I think down to CP3, and the water just coming down. You couldn't see a a runner 10 metres in front of you. It was just that heavy. It was full on. It was something else. I I don't know. Did you you get stuck uh, after the rain let up and the sun came out? Those, uh, I, I think they look like termites to me. That those flying insects. Oof. Did you did you oh. encounter any of those? I when uh, about ten k's from the finish, it was dark for me, mm-hmm. so I came in in the dark. And um, 
there was these massive insects that I've never seen before. And I photograph insects like every day. Like that's what I do for a bit of fun. And it was an insect that looked like it wasn't a spider, but it was something else. And they were huge. And they were like just weird, a very weird insect that I've never seen come out before. Um, I'm guessing yeah, it was I, due I to the rain. Like a, yeah, I ran through a cloud of those things. And I, Did you I, really? I, oh, and they stuck to my body. I mean, I came in there. Oh, yeah, they stick to you. Three. They stick to your body. And they, the people yeah. look at me, I just covered in bugs. <laughs> <laughs> stuck all over me. Like, the worst thing is me. when they get in your eyes. They get in oh, your eyes and I, you can't I, get them out. In your nose, everywhere, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's, uh, yeah, it's, it's something else when everything comes out. I mean, that's what makes an ultra so good. You... Um, you just get to see, feel, and experience so much that you wouldn't otherwise. So is that the first time you've done the black hole? That was the first time I'd done the black hole. Yes. Um, how was it? So, I, I mean, I don't know how, how you how much you know you were fully racing head down, or how much you were uh, enjoying the experience. But how was the food at the checkpoints? Oh, the food's amazing. I can't eat three quarters of it, but they have everything you could yeah. ever want. Um, if there was something they didn't have, like uh, I think it was uh, at the Guzzler 100, they were offering steak and potatoes, like cooked <laughs> at, at, the, at the aid station. It's like, what is going on here? This is like <laughs> I'm going out to a restaurant halfway through a race. <laughs> It's so Australian, taking potatoes <laughs> in the yeah, middle of like a race. Out, it's like literally an Outback commercial. Like blue oh, it is. <laughs> have, a, have a piece of mutton, mate. Be good. Yeah. You'll be good. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. So, so uh, Ashley, how, yeah. not to change the topic, how, how have you been? How, how's your health? Um, uh, any so any like major, of- major things going on? I- yeah, I had a couple of bad weeks in um, uh, in January where I just wasn't feeling great, and then I've I've come good now in in February, and I've just finished. When I say just finished, I was I ran nine marathons in nine days. I you know I read Dean's book and got inspired. Um, so I ran from the start of February. I ran a marathon every day until the ninth, and then. Uh, I wrecked my ankle running away from some people who were breaking into a house at two o'clock in the morning. Um, Yikes. Three masked guys. So uh, my ankle's just about <laughs> right again to run. You oh, yeah, a it was quite. February. Oh, my God. It, it's been a very <laughs> colorful February. It's. Um, yeah, it's, we're 11 normally, days in here. <laughs> Gosh. I, I don't normally run at that time of day. And uh, I, was, I was literally only 400 meters from my house. And yeah, these three masked guys were um, breaking into a house, and yeah, they came flying out of the house because I was just running down the road, and you know they were only ten meters from me, and I wasn't hanging out, so uh, I took off as fast as I could, and um, yeah, I, I hurt my ankle doing that, and then called the police, and then the police of course came and checked up on me, and then there were police cars everywhere, and. But uh, yeah, that was that was the end of it, as such, at the end of the streak, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> what yeah. a way to end it! Yeah. That's, well, more? 
I, I was planning on doing more. I was just going to see how far I could go. Um, but it, it would appear that, and, and I feel physically, apart from the ankle, I feel I feel good. So, um, yeah. Was it, were they just, on the road to the marathons or a trail or what, what was the surface like? So I did, um, uh, do you have park run in the United States? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I did the, the very first one I did on the park run course and I ran the course 17 times to, to make up the distance, um, which got repetitive. I was going to say the course are not very, they're not that far. They're not that no, long. no, no. So two and a half kilometers is the local one and it's repeated twice, um, oh. to make the distance. So I just kept repeating that. And then I did it one day on a, a set of netball courts. So that was, I did 82 <laughs> laps of the netball courts. Um, again, quite repetitive, but it was pouring with rain for like five hours. Uh, so I think I came in in like four hours, 40, um, just relaxed. But at, at times there was four inches of water running across the, <laughs> across the netball courts. So I seriously, did you do this by yourself or were there people with you? It's a, it sounds yeah, so I did most of them by myself. The one on the netball courts with the, the water running across, I had a mate show up who was going to run the last 12K with me, but he pulled out like with 7K to go. He goes, I can't keep running in these conditions. <laughs> and, it's, and so Some he mate. was sitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so he sat uh, in like the, uh, the bus shelter and just watched. And then um, – Another guy who I haven't honestly really met before. I know he's a fast runner. Um, he runs like a 15-minute 5K. He, he showed up and goes, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm just finishing off a marathon. I've got a couple of Ks to go. And he goes, oh, I'll join you. So he joined me and we had a chat. So it was really cool. Um, and then other times, like, I'd just run, like, 20K and then go join the local group that ran 20K. So I'd, you know, join them and end up at the back of the pack by the end of that or dropped because uh, I was running. I'd really drop my speed down to, to keep going every day. Uh, yeah, so that was basically it. So a lot of it, I'd say 80% of it was by myself. Well, Ashley, I hope your uh, your ankle heals up. That sounds like super bad luck with the guys breaking into a house. Um, I could talk to you for hours and hours I, I truly think you're one of the most inspirational people on the planet. So keep do, keep doing what you're doing. And um, Dean and I have to go try to raise hell with uh, some more people. So I wanted to make sure to get you in on on this uh, podcast and appreciate your time. Excellent. Well, thank you. And you two are truly inspirational. Thank you very much. Hey, keep it up. I, I hope we get to run together again soon. Yeah, it's awesome. You're, you're actually amazing. Yeah, no, I, I just, I, I, I love your, you're such a, you're so Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it out, mate. Yeah, just, I'll go run nine marathons in nine days around the park, <laughs> around the netball court. Oh my God, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. In the seriously. rain. Yeah, yeah. Ashley, take care, man. Ta. See ya. Man, he's he's incredible. Seriously, like with how he's battling cancer and everything, just unbelievable. I can't. I, he's amazing. But, he's I absolutely mean, amazing. I yeah. truly think he's. I, I've talked to a few runners. I mean, there's not many that are battling cancer on that level, 
and still are that excited to get out and run and yeah he's doing awesome stuff let's let's call my friend Brittany. she she's thinking about a 50k or 100k and she was super nice her and her husband went out and uh crewed me for across the years so let's give her a call i'll i'll let's let's hear what kind of character you can make up i haven't told her you're on the on the call does she know who I am, I wonder? I don't know. We'll soon find out. <laughs> Energy drink mix. CBD. Nice. I like it. I, uh, I'm a believer. I have to admit. I, uh, I tried it for the first time, I don't know, maybe last year. And I could not believe how well I slept. More than anything. And totally you know how important agree. sleep is. And it just, my recovery is better. I, I don't know if the CBD actually helped my recovery, but it helped my sleep. And I know that if you sleep better, your recovery is better. So I guess they're kind of intricately related, but it's, it's amazing. And it's, you know, it's, it's not banned. It's not a banned substance. It's legal in all 50 states. I just, I, uh, I've never tried anything that's been so effective. And it's not a drug. King Buddha. I like it. I, I seriously, it's cool. The run series, yeah. Um, run series, yeah. CBD. I mean, you know, I uh, I do all the hammer products, and yeah, same thing. Like, I I don't oh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell a difference. Um, like during a race per se with inflammation, but I can definitely exactly what you said. Like, it keeps me asleep longer. So, um. That's exciting. So you're you're doing a whole product line. It looks like for King Buddha energy drink mix, and then the soft gels and the recovery stick, the roll on. Cool. Yep, it, and it's specifically for runners. So it's you know the line itself is uh, you know it was it was actually formulated for for runners um, as far as like Wendy like the use case like the energy drink is kind of a uh, you know, pre-run, yeah. um, the, you know, the capsules are basically the capsules are, I would say, you know, you use them like ibuprofen. I mean, if you, um, you know, if you want to combat, uh, inflammation and pain and then, uh, the roll on stick is more of a, you know, a post run. If you, uh, if you like putting on topicals. Hello. Hey, you there? <laughs> yes, I'm here. Oh my goodness! Are you okay? I got locked out of <laughs> I got locked out of my Skype account, and they're like, "Change your password. This isn't your password. What's your phone number? I'm so done with this." It's What's all up? good. Hi. It's all good. No, I wanted to check in. I mean, I know you're going for your first ultra this year. You and your husband yes. were super crew at across the years. This is Brittany, the vegan grilled cheese lady, and I just wanted to check in. I have a friend on the line too. I don't. I don't know if you've heard of him or met him before. Um, his name's Bruce, I think. Is that right? Is it Bruce? Is <laughs> it's Fred? Fred? <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Come up with whatever you want. You can call me anything. He's a little. He's I a bet little you ske- don't know who this. I bet you have no idea this, who this he's, is, though. And um, he's a little sketchy. My name is My name is Constantine. Constantine. He's a crazy ultra runner. Constantine. 
Yeah. Okay. He's done Badwater cool. a few times, Western States a few times. What haven't uh, you just done? A few times. Yeah, it's and uh, if if your name is Constantine, you're, you're probably Greek, and so you change your name when you come to the U.S. So my actual name is Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Much easier, one syllable. Dean. Oh, Brittany, it's, it's, it's Dean Carnassus. You yeah. probably never heard of me, and I'm no one to be heard of. Stop it! <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Wow. We had to call you. To All right. First, I heard you're doing an ultra. I'm like, we got to call her. We got to, we got to oh get her on the Oh my gosh. Record. He's trying to steal the vegan yeah. grilled cheese recipe, but. <laughs> I heard, Whoa, I heard the cross that... years. Yeah, I mean, you're, <laughs> my you're, recipe you're, is you're copyrated, so. Your recipe. Yeah. Dean, I need to hire you oh for my, my gosh. Next, for, my, for my next crew. Yeah, it sounds like you just got it so down. You know, I, I make the mean girls and take some pretty good shows, and I think I did a pretty good job of my first vulture crewing. I mean, you know, Rob can contest to that, but yeah. Wow, this is no. great. What a great surprise. So tell Dean about your your year. Like, how's it unfolded? Why are you thinking about ultras, and then what... What ultra are you going after? And get some advice. This guy's run one or two ultras. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, so right now we are, what, it's been three days since I ran my last marathon, uh, my last road marathon, hopefully. And, I mean, I'm feeling great. I've never felt this good after a race before. Um, Which marathon I mean, it's like, you, you know. Uh, so I just ran the Mesa Marathon. Um, mm. it's, yeah. Um, and again, that's for sure. It was a great race. Um, but, I mean, it's, you know, I'm just spectating how the Lena last year and just getting the sense of how great this community is, like, you know, and knowing I'm capable of running a marathon, at least, it's like, like my coach said, she's like, why not shoot for the moon? And I'm like, no, we're going to go all the way to Mars with this one. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the goal <laughs> at least. Uh, but, you know, like schedule wise this year, you know, my, my a goal race is hobbling a hundred, so 100 K. I think it's a good starting point. And then, you know, it's in between now and then it's kind of up in the year. Like I would like to try, uh, hot foot hamster in May, which would be like a 12 hour, um, time race. I think, you know, I'd like to see if I'm capable of hitting close to 50 miles, but you know, there's a couple other contenders that are, that have kind of come across, uh, but you know, it's, it's basically like, it's like, I don't want to start too crazy and, you know, put myself in a situation where I'm like, you there? Oh, we had to hear that. I, <laughs> I, I know. Cliffhanger. I want to hear, oh, a definition of, I want to hear a definition of crazy. <laughs> oh, no. We've lost it's, Brittany. It's Phoenix, so I don't, on, I don't know. Oh, oh it's, it's <laughs> those Arizonians. There's something about those Arizonians. <laughs> oh, man.
Did I lose you? Yeah. Yeah. We. You said you didn't want to start off. What was it? With anything too crazy. I want to hear your definition of anything too crazy. I think elevation-wise. No, I, I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we I hear you perfectly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think elevation wise, just because like I, you know, moving from Michigan to Arizona was one thing like, you know, so like right now I currently live at like 1600 elevation, I think, um, you know, and I don't, I think, well, you know, like one of the other altars I have in my mind is, uh, I think it's insomniac nights. Um, it's in May. It's, I mean, it's a 50K, but I, I would like to do something beyond a 50K for my first ultra just because it's like, I feel I can run 26 miles for sure with no issues, so why not go further than a 50K? I don't know if that's stupid or quite, you know, What's possible. the trail? Is the trail te- is it technical, the trail, or what's, it, what's the terrain like? Uh, no, I don't think it's technical really at all. Um, so it's at the local park. It's at McDowell Mountain Park. And I think one of the main trails they do, if I remember correctly, I think it's Pemberton, which is not technical at all in my eyes. You know, I ran it as a training run and it's 15.23, like just that specific trail. I know it connects to another another one, but it's it's not really, there's no big climbs or anything like that. It's not very rocky. You know, it's a good single track trail. I would say, I mean, all trails says it's for intermediate to difficult, which to me, like not running for, I didn't do a trail run for almost six months and I went out there and I ran it completely fine. Like I would rate it as a beginner trail, but Mm. you can do it. Yeah. Every, every distance beyond a marathon's stupid. So um, (laughs) don't limit yourself and. (laughs) I think with altitude and elevation, I think last time Dean and I talked actually on the podcast, he said something like heat trainings, the poor man's altitude training or something to that effect. I had that rattle around Mm -hmm. in my head during every hot run. It got me out the door because I literally was, I was training for a race in Leadville or something like that. And um, yeah, it, it, it actually worked quite well. It sounds really simple, but um, there's definitely some wisdom to that saying, but yeah, I, right. um, I appreciate well, do you like, you don't, I mean, do you like climbing? You know, obviously, uh, you're not living in elevation, but do you like hills? Oh yeah. I mean, I've, <laughs> so I live in a town called Fountain Hills and <laughs> appropriately named because it's literally all hills. And so, you know, I've learned to love them, even though, you know, like, but you know, the course, for instance, this past Saturday, it was so flat to me. And everyone around me was like, it wasn't flat. It was downhill. And I'm like, no, it wasn't like, that was the flattest (laughs) course I've ever ran in my life. And they're like, did you look at the elevation map? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm used, you know, I love running hills now. And, if people think I'm crazy and I'm like, well, Hey, you know, a, it's really good for training. It makes your legs stronger. And you know, I don't mind it. I, I I've came, learned to power hike. So <laughs> I came back from CCC and I was craving steep climbs. It was so weird, but like my body was yeah. craving the hardest, steepest stuff. 
um, which dissipated quickly, but, um, like it's weird after you do it a few times, how your body actually wants, wants it a little bit. So what, what last advice do you need from Dean Carnassus, the ultra marathon man before you, I mean, start ramping for your next race? Oh gosh. I mean, there's so many things I need to learn. (laughs) I mean, how's your, how's your, how are your guts as far as like moving up to a hundred K or further? Like, are you pretty good with eating food and um, keeping food in? That's probably the one thing I'm going to have to learn. I mean, you know, I'm actually, I'm pretty lucky. I, I have really, I like, I like to think I have a really good GI track. Um, you know, I, this past, marathon I had no stomach issues whatsoever you know I didn't have one at the last one um but that's also like I'm not used to eating you know grilled cheese sandwiches for instance in between <laughs> you know miles <laughs> so I think you know that's that's a good point it's like how do you how do you kind of train your body to want to actually eat when you're supposed to but you don't feel like it you know, cause I've seen, it's like, That's there's so many question. times where I've watched, yeah, I've watched documentaries and stuff and you know, where people are like, I know I need to eat, but my body physically doesn't feel like it wants to, but it's like, it's now or never, or you're going to be stuck, you know, in the middle of the next, you know, 20 mile stretch and you're going to want to pass out or just lay down and not want to get back up, you know, like what's a good transition phase up to, you know, Hey, I train with gels right now because I do 13 mile runs to, okay, I have a 24 mile training run and I need to know how to fuel for that properly by actually using base station fuel or what's going to be available at the race. So I can train my body to be like, okay, potato chips or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or whatever, you know, like boiled potatoes is a big thing I keep reading about. It's like, how do you make that transition without tearing yourself up from the inside out, basically? Well, you know, the first rule is no matter how much food they have and how much variety, you, you're going to crave something else. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. just the way it works. They're going to have everything available and you can say, no, I wish you had this. But I think it comes to experimentation. So when you get in, you know, the, the more you run ultra marathons, the more you get yourself into that position that you just said, where you just, you're nauseous, you don't feel like eating, but you know, you have to. So, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, what can work? I mean, can, a can boost work, you know, a, a high calorie, you know, protein drink, something like that, liquid, uh, pickle juice, you know, is it, you crave pickles, you like pickle juice. Well, that helps settle your stomach. Um, you know, ginger ginger chews those have um, you know some calories but they really help to settle your stomach so the more you know you uh you try different combinations when you're at that place where you just don't want to eat the more you learn you know what kind of works for you and that just comes with experience that's good advice Brittany, rest up from your marathon sounds like it was uh, a, a decent race if you're already feeling good so Excited to follow yeah. along and and stay in touch. See how your hundred k goes at the end of this year, and and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Thank you guys uh, for taking the time here, Brittany. We got a Dean and I. I'm, I can't talk. Dean and I are going to uh, try to raise hell here with a few other people. So thank you for 
checking in, picking up, and uh, chatting here. Yeah, thanks for thinking of me and Dean. It was great to talk to you. I appreciate uh, the time. Yeah, good luck on your journey. I wish you well. Yeah, thanks so much. Take Thank care. Thank you. All See right, you bye. bye. See you down the road. Okay. All right, who are we calling next, Dean? You want to call Runner's Roost and ask them for, like, I don't know, a variety of books? Or does that sound goofy? Have, I mean, what do you think? We, we uh, Yeah, I mean, we can, let, let's just ask them what books they recommend. Maybe just, <laughs> let's just see what they say. They say, hey, I'm a, newborn run, I'm a newbie runner and I want to get inspired. Get into ultras. What are some books you could recommend? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I did the uh, Rich Roll podcast one time. Yeah. And I, uh, so I, you know, I, I flew into Burbank, which is kind of by his house and I just got an Uber and the drivers, this woman, you know, it's, it's, it's LA, it's, you know, it's Hollywood. And she's like, do you know where you're going? You know, whose address that is? <laughs> and I said, well, yeah. And I, she's like, you're going to rich roll. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. He's a friend, an old friend of mine. And she's like, you know, who lives on, on Mulholland drive. He lives on Mulholland drive. He's like, she said, do you know who lives on Mulholland Drive? I'm like, I guess Rich does. She's like, and the Kardashians. Like, he lives right by the Kardashians. I'm like, oh, I did not know that. No. And she's like, well, if you're going to Rich Roll, what's your name? And I'm like, well, my name is Dean Carnassus. And she's like, oh, I've never heard of you. I'm like, <laughs> maybe that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm calling him. I'll let you ask. Okay. Runners Roost Lone Tree, this is Leslie. How can I help you? Oh, hi, Leslie. I have just somewhat of a naive question. Uh, okay. I'm a new runner, and okay. I'm getting into, and especially I'm getting into ultra marathoning. And okay. I'm wondering, do you have any suggestions for uh, like a, an inspirational book that you could recommend? Oh. I, I like reading books. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, we do have some books here. You want me to go get a list of the titles, or yeah, can you just name some of the titles? One thing. Are you a reader yourself? Mind. Yeah, and I'm a runner. And are you familiar with um, Rich Roll? Rich Roll, I've, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's a pretty incredible guy. Um, the stuff he's done, air ultra marathoning, Iron Manning, like Iron Man maxed out. And he also struggled with addiction. So pretty mm. incredible comeback from him. Um, I think his book's called Ultra Man. But I would ultra Marathon Man? Just Ultra Man, I think it's called. Ultra Man. Okay. Yeah, because that's part of the book. I won't go into that too much about what that means, but um, that's a pretty cool book that I remember really had an impact on me. <clears throat> hmm. And I can go, let me see what I have back there. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I didn't, I didn't pay her to say that. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it was my Uber driver. <laughs> Where is the shop located? Uh, Lone Tree, Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, another thing I thought of, I'm sure you're familiar with Scott Jurek. I've heard of Scott. Yes, he's he's a vegan. He's an incredible, yeah, but he's an incredible ultra runner. Okay. Um, so look for some of his books. His more recent book is called North. I think it's called North. North. All right. It's when he um, was working on breaking the record for the AT Trail. That's pretty incredible. Okay. And then what I have here, I grabbed two things. Some of my books are about training and. But I have one called See Dane Run, Dane Rauschenberg, One Man, 52 Weekends, oh, I know 52 that. Marathons. I got that, yeah, and then I've got a marathon church. every weekend. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's also a guy, well, there's another guy, Iron Cowboy. He did 52 Iron Distance events. Not They weren't races, but 52 mm. and 52 weeks or 50, I don't know. That's pretty crazy. Mm. And then I have a book here called Journey to Kona, which I'm not familiar with, but A Path to True Potential, Karen Brown. She must be an iron woman. That's like a yeah. triathlon. Yep, right. These are some so, good, this is some good stuff. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. Congratulations. Glad you're coming into it. It's rewarding. Are you an ultra-marathoner yourself? Um, no, not yet. I'm only just a marathoner, but I never say never. <laughs> Just a marathoner. Well, congratulations to you. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, come on in if you feel like it and see what we got. Okay. I, I live in San Francisco, but next time I'm in uh, your area, I'll uh, sure. I'll drop in. Okay. That sounds great. Okay. And, and just as All a right. heads up, this is uh, this is Rob Steger. This, this is actually on a podcast. I hope that's okay with you. You say this is Lisa, or I'm trying to... Oh, Rob, it's Leslie. Leslie, Leslie. Hey, how are oh, you? Oh, man, you put me on a podcast. <laughs> I know. We we were just I'm having the- Dean, Dean Carnassus and I are calling people at, at random. And uh, first oh. place I decided to kind of really stick my neck out here was uh, calling Runner's Roost. So yeah, you've, okay. you've been chatting with Dean Carnassus this time. Uh, I can't believe that. Yeah, I think he knows who the people are that I asked him about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scott Jurek, maybe. I think I, I might know who he is. Dean played along pretty well, so hopefully you're not yeah, mad. He did. Please don't be mad at me for doing this, but um I won't, I won't, I won't. Um have You were fine. You were so fine. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. You were really fine. And I want I'm glad I didn't say, Are you crazy? I, to, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you pulled up some good titles. But you know, I too. Just to remind you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I, to be honest, okay, when I pulled, I was when I went back there. I thought we did have one of your books, and I was kind of looking for it, but I don't know. I don't see it in my little pile now. I feel like we don't sell. Dean, they sold a lot all, of books. They sold all of yours. <laughs> They're out of stock. They, you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> funny. People, people, people steal my books. I, it's like a problem. I don't know why. But I've had so many librarians say, yeah, we used to stock your book, but they kept getting, people kept stealing them. I'm like, why? <laughs> but it's I like swear a we had your book. Yeah. All right. I we had one Rob of your books. Well, Les- Rob must have yeah. stole it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I steal my own um, so, that yeah. I can get, so I can get that sale. Um, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, Leslie, thank you for taking the time. Really appreciate yeah, it. My, thanks for, thanks for being pleasure. a good sport here. Take care. Yeah, thanks. 
Thanks for putting a smile on my face. All right. See ya. Bye. Good chat okay. with you, Leslie. Take care. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I was dying laughing um, when she, <laughs> after that Rich Roll story. <laughs> that was sport. hilarious. Yeah. Um, you want to bug Michelle? Sport, oh, she's really, everyone that works there is awesome. You want to try Michelle? See if she's around or I think she's at the airport, but we yes. can still, this is the last call yeah. of the day. If that's cool. Okay. Let's try to get her. I'm calling. She's warned me. She's going to the airport or something. So you're going to, okay. Please leave a message. Ah. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Michelle. It's your old friend, Dean Carnassus. Uh, I'm calling you with with Rob, and we were hoping to catch you, but I think you're on a flight. So when you get this message, um, we love you, we miss you, and I hope you're on a flight to an ultra somewhere. And kick ass. Go get them. Woo! (laughs) I, she's probably she's probably on a flight. Yeah, she probably she is. Over in, in, in one ring, so she'll get this message. She'll get it when she lands. Well, Dean, that was that was hilarious. Um, that was fun, and thank you for taking all your time. You've been a huge inspiration, I know, to millions of people, including myself. So, thank you for for just trying something different here, calling a few friends, and. Raising a little bit of hell. I mean, that was that was a fun way to end with runner's roost. So, thank you, Dean. Well, and, and let me just let me just play it back to you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. I mean, you're spreading the world. Obviously, you you've influenced so many people, and you're continuing to. So, I'll make you a deal. I won't stop if you won't stop. Uh, where do we start? Do we have a deal? Yeah, oh, we have a deal. Where do where do we start though? Like, <laughs> you want to start in San Francisco and just keep going east? Or? Oh no, I just I just meant to stop doing what we're doing. No, I just, I heard just living a life. You know, keep 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 uh, keep your dedication, your spirit to to being who you are and doing what you're doing. Hey, it, I absolutely agree, and I'll uh, I'll stick to it. So, thank you again for for what you do to the you know for the community and what you've done for me. Huge. So, yeah, have a great afternoon, and thanks for taking all your time. Thanks for having me on. We'll be in touch. And that's episode 126. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Big thank you to Rich Roll for uh, coming on the podcast. Oh, wait. No, it was Dean Carnassus. I am still, I'm not sure who that guy is, but um, <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode big thank you to the show sponsors so i have a new patreon tier level i wanted to give out a specific shout out to ray he's hit that 15 a month tier and i just really appreciate it the patreon supporters we have a closed facebook group you guys make this all work whether you realize it or not and i'm just hugely appreciative and ray thank you i'm planning on reaching out to you here soon thank you to the other show sponsors so we have exoskin if you haven't checked them out you know feel free to use t the number for you 20 for 20 percent off they have a new skull cap out that i really enjoy they have upcoming some wool toe socks which are awesome check out kogala i'll leave a link in the show note they um their lights i use throughout the triple crown i'm going to use them on all my big races in 2020 
huge supporters of the show, huge supporters of the TV show too. So Kogal has been awesome. Thank you to Destination Trail, Candace Burt and her team. Mid-May or early May, I'll be out at Orcas Island. Check out that race. They not only do 200 milers, but a lot of different distances. So big thank you to them. Last but not least, Hammer Nutrition, big supporters of both the TV show, podcast, and me as a person from basically day one. So big thank you there. But yeah, Patreon supporters, hugely appreciative. Check out the new Patreon tier levels and get ready. We have an Amazon TV show coming up here shortly. I watched five episodes. Ryan Ryan Clayton and I are collaborating on this and I think you're going to really like it. It really feels like a 200 miler and hopefully we've made something inspirational to you because ultimately that's the goal of all of this is inspiring you guys. Have a great week. Don't forget to enjoy your training. See ya.